what's in the body, you know, right? So like what, what's going on in my body right now as I'm putting yeah. these words down on paper, right? Like yeah. what do I notice? Like what are the sensations that, are, that I'm aware of right now, right? And, yeah. and like what's under that for me, right? That's right? To where I'm constantly wanting to direct it towards, you know, the, 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 these positive aspects, right? <laughs> right? I don't want to feel it. Yeah. yeah I so don't want to feel it. What, what if you felt it? That's the that's the big question. What would what could what would how far down the tier train could I go before I can get back? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the that's the that's the question. What's the risk? Right. The risk is okay. Come back. Come back. Come back. But I think even yeah yeah. Well, and and just to just to be clear, like. You know, also um, just wanted to name this, like honoring whatever whatever your speed of trust is around mm-hmm. all of that, right? Yeah, because that's it's it's really like this work that we do is about moving at the speed of trust mm. and, and not not faster or not slower, but just at in that sweet spot, right? And that's you know that's different for everyone. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you've joined us. Today's conversation is with Malcolm Dido. He's the director of the Freedom Within Prison Project. Um, We know each other from a long time ago through men's work with the Mankind Project. Um, And I think today's conversation actually was a little unexpected for me because I didn't know what I was going to write on the back of my mask until... We kind of right before the show. And I wrote that Father's Day is really hard. And as you know, we're recording this the week before Friday, Father's Day. And right now, this year, Father's Day has been bringing up a lot of emotions that I haven't felt in a long time, if ever. Um, I think I've been bringing more awareness to some of the barriers that have been between me and trying to do this book writing project. I think I've been bringing up a lot of barriers between me acknowledging that not only um, does the trauma that I was born into from my father's death three months before I was born, that my grandfather passed one week before my father. So leading up to my birth, I lost both my paternal father I lost both my father and my paternal grandfather. I think that in this conversation, uh, we just get a chance to talk about the work that we do in Ever Forward, that I get to do with young men, providing a space for them to just talk about all the things that go on in their life. And the work that Malcolm does in the prisons, talking to men who may not have had anyone to talk to before. So they may have made different choices if they had some mentoring in their life. We never know. We don't. We can't assume that that would have solved it. But what I have seen is it definitely benefits those who have mentors. And most men that I've talked to who have either uh, been incarcerated or who are currently incarcerated talk about wishing they had someone to go to, wishing they had more resources, wishing they had more support. And I think that we oftentimes expect the support to come from the family structure, 
mom, the dad, siblings, uncles, aunts. And we know that all families are not created equal. And so although this conversation is not about family per se, uh, these conversations are about whatever the men talk about. And today we talk about a lot of those things. As you probably have just experienced Father's Day, this episode will come out after Father's Day. Depending on your relationship with your father, your father figure, your connection to fatherhood, and maybe even just father time, maybe this Father's Day may have treated you in some ways that you didn't expect. I hope it was beautiful. I hope it was celebratory. Uh, but for those that it wasn't, I want you to know that I understand. Um, I don't understand all the intricate details, but I understand the feeling of it not being a day of really celebration. Um, and I just want you to know you're not alone. So please enjoy this conversation today. I hope that you have been a part of what we're doing in this movement. If you haven't yet made a mask, I invite you to do that. You know, the front of the mask are the things we gladly let the world see. The back of the mask are the things that we don't normally talk about. You can make your mask anonymously at 100kmasks.com. And we have a new site coming out in about a week or two. So just this summer, let's just put it that way. I don't want to give you a date yet. This summer, the new version of the app will come out of the web app. And we hope that you will begin connecting with it and using it between you and your family, your friends, your community, your, your colleagues. Because we believe that it's going to have an opportunity to help a lot of people. So in this work, we know that um, we want you to know that we appreciate you. Uh, we thank you for um, all you do to support yourself and those around you and those you care about. And as we're hitting into the summer months and definitely here in the U.S., the, the heat of the summer months, we ask you to keep taking care of each other, take care of yourselves. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for being a part of our work. Please share this with somebody who you think can benefit from this conversation. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Every four. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. I'm so excited to welcome our guest, Malcolm Dido. Malcolm, welcome to the show. Shanti, it's great to be here. Really happy to be joining you in this space. I'm glad to connect with you again, brother. You know, I, I would like to let our guests to introduce themselves, like take a minute or so and tell us about you, what you want people to know before we jump into this, this work around these masks, but uh, we'd love to have you introduce yourself. Yeah, happy to do that. I'm, I'm noticing that even the, even the invitation to, to introduce myself brings up that whole mask piece, right? So like, what, what is it that I want the world to see and hear about me, right? Like what, what do I want to project? And then what's behind that? Like what's under that, right? So um, even that, like I've got it out in front of me right now as, as I speak. But um, having said that, <laughs> I'm the executive director and a lead facilitator with Freedom Within Prison Project. Uh, we have been working with the incarcerated population for well over a decade. And um, simply put, uh, our mission is to restore wholeness to individuals, uh, communities, impacted by incarceration through a path of compassion, insight, and accountability. So um, I'm just really grateful to be sharing a little bit about what we do with you today 
And I'm, I'm really not, to be perfectly honest, I'm not interested in putting a whole lot of focus about me and my background. I, I much prefer to center the work and center, um, center your work and see how, um, see how uh, we weave those together. But I have been doing this work for, for over a decade and feel honored and privileged um, to support that community in, in whatever way I can. And the truth of the matter is it's about collective healing. Um, it, it isn't about, it isn't about uh, me having any particular skills or wisdom that I feel like men and women inside need to acquire, right? That's not the space that we're coming from. We are co-creating a, uh, a container that can support collective healing and transformation. We, and man, I think there's a lot of intersecting places of how my life connects to that. Only the work that you do, but the life of my family members and things like that, that is, uh, that I'm excited about in this yeah. conversation. So thank you for the work you're doing. Um, I, I, I talked to you before the show. I was saying, you know, I, you know, when we have guests that I've never met before or ones that I've met, you know, I, I, I'm really glad that you and I have had a chance to meet in work around men's work, you know, in yeah. through the, the mankind project and that circle that men's organization. But I, uh, it's been a long time since we've connected. And so I'm really glad that we reconnected. Um, I was seeing some of your work out in the social media world and I was super inspired and just, my heart was touched and uh, I'm glad we got to reconnect again. Yeah, likewise, brother. And, um, you know, for, for what it's worth, I'm definitely in the Ashanti branch uh, fan club for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, what I'm really excited about today in, the, in these conversations I get to have with men all over is that, you know, it's that I try and be, we're in the work, we're going to do the work together. I'm not here to like pound you with questions. Like, you know, you're going to share a mask. I'm going to share a mask and, and we'll, the conversation will weave where it needs to weave and, and we'll take it and, and we'll know when it's done. We'll be like, yeah, that feels yeah. really good. You know, I just, yeah. I trust that, that that's, I don't, there's no questions written. So I, I don't even have, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even have any, right? So it's really in that really beautiful way of two men coming together and of all of ages, we've had youngest as 15 and we've had my mentor who's 70, 60, 60, 60 something, right? right so right. Like men of all ages who get to come, and just what it would be like to, to be able to have these conversations more, less planned and more. Right, just... Exactly. Exactly. So if we're after, if we're, if our, you know, if our goal or one of our objectives is to have an authentic conversation, like, yo, let's throw out the script, man. We don't, yeah. we don't need that in this space, right? That's we're just right. going to show up and be in relationship to one another. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm, well, it, with that said, like, you know, we use this tool of the mask as a way of just giving uh, a common focus of where it can start and then where we let it go, where it has to go. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. with that, we, we let the guest decide who goes first, either the guest decides they go first or the guest decides that I go first. So we're open to any, 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 any solution around that. I'm ready to jump in, man. Okay. All right. I'm then, ready uh, to let jump in. Go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> So what we do is we do you do the first you do the front say whatever you want to say about the front and then I'll do the front and then you'll do the back and we'll do the back so we'll do front front and then back back got you got all you all right all right 
So uh, here's my front right here. So these are these are some of the things that I allow the world to see, right? So competent, smart, and caring. And what's interesting about these masks that we wear, right, is that, um, you know, we talk a lot about what's authentic, right? But although I might project these certain parts of myself to the world, it doesn't necessarily imply that they're inauthentic because these are parts of me, right? Like I actually am a, a reasonably smart guy. I'm definitely caring and empathetic, right? And then most days I'm fairly competent, right? So all of those parts are true. And, you know, as the conversation gets deeper, we talk about, yes, like, it's, it's, so it's a both and. All of that is a part of me and what's under that, right? What's under that? So, um Just trying to think if there's anything more I'd like to say about that. Um, yeah, there, there's there is um, there's a lot behind the especially the smart and competent parts of me. Um, there is a whole wounding for me that drives the smart, competent parts of Malcolm. So I think it's really important as 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 we dig dig in a bit deeper to center. Um, center those wounded parts of us that um, that drive that drive that drive parts of myself that actually serve me in many ways right that have done a lot for me and yet there's this whole other dynamic around them that we need to you know we need to shine a light on I yeah. need to I need to shine a light on oh man and that, that shining the light is a piece right it's like okay like I, and I think that amazing that well I'm gonna show you my words and then we'll we'll see how they came how they happened. Um, so I, I I'm I'm always uh kind of creating new new shapes <laughs> trying not to uh, that's my mask and I wrote here uh, with my best teacher writing funny love it serious and hardworking and you know sometimes I. I've been writing caring as a word that I I've been writing it recently. I didn't write it today for some reason, but I've been adding caring in like normally I try, I like to keep things light. You know, I learned how to laugh a lot of things off growing up. So funny is what I try and show. Yeah. Um, serious, like getting down to work, getting down to business, getting stuff done um, and hardworking. And I think like just in my work of, you know, running this organization, I've, I found that, I found them bumping up against each other, right? Because because I'm trying to keep things light and funny. Uh, when I'm being serious, sometimes it's not being totally clear, right? And so therefore, it's getting missed that I'm actually trying to give you some direction of where I want you to go. But because I'm trying to say it light, like, hey, you know, I think it'd be important that you, you know, let me know if you're gonna not show up. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. there's, there's lots of ways of saying, let me know when you're not showing up. But if I right. say it in a way that's trying to keep it likes, I don't want to be too intense. I don't really like confrontation. I'm trying to all the things I'm trying not to let you see that I'm actually irritated 
mad, frustrated, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I sometimes am not clear. Right. And then by the time it hits the level of like, hey, sometimes people are confused because I've been being so funny and, you know, kind of, and caring. And the reason that caring, I think, didn't fit because I don't always, I think I'm deeply trying to be not joke, joke funny, but like so caring of people's feelings and emotions that I'm not as clear as I need to be when I'm actually being really serious. And so sometimes my smile has gotten me in trouble in that way, right? Whether I'm actually, hey, and I'm actually, uh, yeah. Mm. So, that, so are you open? Because I, I just have a question around that. Yeah, please. Absolutely. What's the risk around that? What's the oh, risk? What's the risk for you? Well, the risk of like being direct is that you know I um I, I carry I carry a I'm, I'm I'm in this six foot two six foot one and a half three hundred pound frame. The risk of being serious too much is that I'm threatening and I am menacing and I am mean and I am all the things I've been called in many parts of my life. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now that I'm running an organization, I have to be more careful because I'm, I have other responsibilities now than just getting stuff done in my neighborhood or in my, on my corner or where right, I live. Right. Right. right? It's, it's like all these are people's livelihoods involved. So I, the risk is to be a presence that is not creating psychological safety for your mm, team mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that people don't, want to be there or whatever. So the error I, that I've found myself doing is cautioning so much on the other side of trying to pretend like I'm not six, I'm not this big presence. I can't even make myself look small on the screen. You know what I'm right. saying? Kind of, I can't even like, I try to go right. back far enough to people say, oh, he's gonna, but then I can't even see the screen. So uh, I think that that part of me trying to protect other people's feelings, oftentimes errors on the side of, that that you know the 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 so lighthearted right. and light and light that I don't that when I that it hits the point where I'm like now I'm frustrated and now it's coming out for real but I thought it was coming out before but it wasn't coming out because I was right being, yeah so that's the risk I think the risk is the risk I've experienced the risk and and I think I'm learning that that risk is I'm willing to like I'm no uh, I'm not worried about that risk as much anymore I'm still always worried about it but. I've learned that the error on the other side is confusion mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. misunderstanding and not being clear. Right. You know, I, I was saying something, but it wasn't as clear as I needed to have been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. No, thanks for the question. Yeah. yeah that's rich right there. Oh man. Yeah. That's uh that's this, that's this work. And I think that, you know, always the, the front is trying to like be in service of the back. Right. I don't think that, like when you talked about, like the stuff on the front is not necessarily hiding, right? It's all part of me. It's part of me. It's not faking it. It's just, it's not all complete. Exactly. Exactly. And and you know when we do this work um, in in uh, in prison or in in jails, um, you know, of course, you know, in that environment, masks are essential, right? Right, it's it's a matter of life and death. So um, we're really we're really conscientious about the last thing we want to do is create this this binary dynamic, 
right? Where, um, you know, where, where masks are good or bad, you know, it's, it's not, that's not the work that we're about. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. um, it's that kind of dualistic thinking doesn't serve us in doing this work. Like, so we are, we're acknowledging and, and actually welcoming all of these parts into the space. Right. Yes. Um, because, because when we do shine that light on all of these parts, you know, and we develop some skill and fluency around it, we tend to become, we, we tend to find that we have more choices available in terms mm-hmm. of how we want to be in relationship to these parts of ourselves. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, and I, and I think that's, that lends itself to the next part of this conversation, right? It's like, well, what would it be like if we could express more of our full self? I know I get to express more of my full self now after I've done my men's weekend and my trainings like that yeah. than, I, than I could before because I didn't have language for it before. Right. I thought that to talk about those things was weak and soft and yeah. right. That's what I was taught yeah. growing up. So it was my narrative that I operated under. Sure. So to, to talk about it is not going to happen. And when people talk about it to me, I'm like, hey, what's, what's all this about? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that that's the beautiful work I get to do now is that like I enjoy talking about it. I enjoy not pretending that it's all good when it's not all good. I don't know if I enjoy it. I was saying, I want to be careful about the word enjoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still very hard, but I I appreciate that I'm willing. <laughs> I appreciate that I'm willing to let myself uh, accept it more. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, a lot of that cultural narrative that, that we're all exposed to and, and all internalize on you know, on varying levels. Right. Um, I mean, that, that has such a direct, there's such a through line there between that and a lot of the, a lot of the folks that we work with in prison. Right. Um, Because that cultural narrative and their internalization of that cultural narrative has everything to do with why they're serving 10, 20, 30, 40 years in state prison. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they call the, I think the narrative and the rules, the, the unpublished, unwritten, but absolutely clear rules of what the, of what, of what not following those rules will happen out there. Right. right? Even right. though it's going to get you, even though you know what, what the other side is going to get could possibly end up, you know what the consequences of not following along with the established right <laughs> game plan exactly right? exactly even if, you, even if you didn't want the game plan to be um, to be real for you that's right yeah all right all right well I think we're I think we're ready to hit the next part are you ready yeah I'm ready man okay, I, I will okay. I will just take a breath though. We'll take a breath. I'll take one with you because I'm gonna need it too. All right, let's do it. All right. So settling into settling into the parts of me that I generally would prefer that the world not see. 
And I'm going to tell you something, man. It was hard to pick just three. Truth. But these are some these are a few biggies right here. So ashamed, afraid, and inadequate. So yeah. Hmm. Go ahead. I am. Um, thank you. First of all, thank yeah. you. Uh, the back is always really interesting how it lays out when we um, hmm. I'm going um, to show it. So this says light right. Mm. So fear of failure. Big one. Uh, Father's Day is hard, and I, I wrote sadness about, and <laughs> I couldn't even figure out which way I was gonna, which sadness about what, which one, which which one am I gonna talk about today? Right. I left it, right. I almost left it blank because I was like, I was gonna write sadness about death because my father died before I was born, mm. which is why Father's Day is hard. I was talking about fear of, I mean, sadness about, like sometimes around finances and around like the dream I had when I was. 15 when I took me off to college to be an engineer and and why I'm not there in that in that mm-hmm. category where I went to mm-hmm. where, where I dreamed of being um yeah just sadness about my brother's mental health like it was just almost like which one am I going to write about so there yeah. I'll leave it right there and just those kind of ones that are just marinating around me right now um but I I think as Father's Day is coming up in a, in a couple of days, that one is the one that's the most uh, difficult right now. Yeah. 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 Thank you for that, Shanti. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm struck by the piece around Father's Day. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I'm always thinking around these particular um, traditions that we have, whether it's Father's Day or Mother's Day. Um whenever these days come up and and I myself am a father, but when father's day comes up for me, I don't, I'm not spending a lot of time thinking, reflecting on my fatherhood. Mm. I find myself thinking, reflecting and generating empathy for, you know, the millions and millions of people in our world that have deep wounding Mm. around father figures. And that's what really, that's what really, I guess this, I guess this kind of speaks to how, you know, I operate internally. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gen, generally with these, um, you know, conventional lines of thinking around these holidays. And, and so it really struck me what you just said, because that's, that's what comes up for me first and foremost um, on Father's Day is, and, and thinking about you know, all of the, um, all of the men that are incarcerated that I work with who are fathers and have so much pain around that and a sense of, um, isolation and disconnection from, uh, from not only their children, but their families and all of the harm around 
around that. Ooh. This week, um, what's today? Today is Thursday. So this week, my, uh, my men's meeting was on Monday this week, and um, they had, they sent an email out, and uh, my email is so full, I, I didn't even see it. So luckily I didn't because they wanted the men to bring an artifact from their fathers, and I mm. would have that would have stirred me up so much. If I had seen that email, so I would have been all weekend stirred about it. And luckily I showed up on the, to the meeting. I didn't have an artifact. Thank goodness. I didn't even know about an artifact. So I only had like, you know, a half hour moment to like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I'm like, right. okay, I can just end this 30 minutes to deal with it as opposed to like, you know, 72 hours looking around the house. What? Cause I don't have anything of his, <laughs> I don't, I don't have anything except a picture. And at first, it was kind of weird because the man who went first was on my left. And normally, we go around to the left. And for whatever reason, because I was looking on my phone for something, I was trying to find, um, I recently got a copy of my father's obituary, and I was like trying to find it. And he decided to go to the right. And I was like, um... I'm not, I'm not ready, right? First of all, I've only realized that this was happening like 10 minutes ago. And so I said, let's just go. And, and I got to hear just all the other men go first. And then it came back around and it came to me. And and I was still like, I found the, the copy of the obituary that had been given to me. Um, it was more not a copy. It was more just words from it. Um, and I remember just like, not having ever said out loud the scenario of, you know, three months before my birth, losing both my grandfather, Delta Branch Sr., and my father, mm. Delta Branch Jr., like okay. one week apart from each other. So it more of like, like I had never said it out loud before. I had, I had, I had read the, the the on paper, but like saying it out loud, like when one thing when the words comes out and then back in again yeah and i was like wow wow like i only recently knew this as an adult man with you know with, with adults and just knowing how it how it all like landed in my in my body right and mm. how it all like all the things that i dreamed of like the wounds right the wounds right and when he talks about the men who were inside who are either fathers or their own relationships or challenged relationships with their fathers. Right. I remember uh, being a senior in high school, dealing with a domestic abuse situation with my mom and her husband and almost like throwing, throwing my future away. I mean, I was, I was this close. I had a paper bag in my hand about to th do what I knew what to do is to protect and in that car right there in front of my house, parked on the wrong side of the street, I just started crying. Mm. And I can tell you, I mean, I can tell you with almost 99% certainty that if I didn't find those tears that day, that I would not be here on this side of the wall. Yeah. Because I was taught that I was supposed to protect. I was, I was taught that I was yeah. supposed to, to protect my mom at all costs, even at the sacrifice of myself. It wasn't until like right there in that car, as a senior in high school, on my way to college, like acceptance letters on the wall, like already knowing where I want to go, like my top choice. Like, I already got in. Like I'm, I'm leaving this house in less than three months, four months, right? And I was about to destroy it. 
Yeah. Out of a emotional immaturity, a lack of emotional awareness, even though you know those words, because I, I was taught that men don't have emotions. So right. I didn't even know those words existed in a vocabulary that it connected to me. And so, yeah. 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 So I think this is the first Father's Day I've been able to let go of some more of that tension that I've been carrying right. around right. for 40 plus years. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm struck by um, I'm struck by the story you just told, and, and that you know, even though that you may have not had a lot of those tools or skills, clearly you did create some space between the stimulus and the response, right? And and so, and that's everything. That is everything. Whether it's that one breath or or whatever it is, yeah. I mean that that. That you know, I like to call it a sacred pause. Mm. Um, that has the capacity to completely change the trajectory of one's life. Yeah. And we talk about that a lot in our circles inside, right? Because yeah. you know, in many cases, it, that space wasn't there, right? Mm. It was it was stimulus and reaction. So. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, and sometimes you had to go and pick up the reaction. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, sometimes the reaction wasn't even ready, readily available. You, you, <laughs> I, I drove around the corner to go pick up the reaction. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. but I, I kept myself brewing the whole time. Yep. yep. And I remember, <laughs> like, I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I can Thank feel goodness. it. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah, and I think that's a great point you put. Like something was in something was in there that was calling me to my higher self right i mean i grew up i grew up in the church i grew up in church like mm-hmm. i grew up believing problem happens you pray about it but i remember when that moment happened there was no there was no praying about it there right. was like i need to act right now and, and and i remember like sitting in that car with when those tears started running and i'm just like oh my god what was i what was i about to do mm-hmm. like it was just just like almost the brand to Luckily, it wasn't too late, right? It was like, yeah, ooh, just in the nick yes. of time, right? Yes. Just in the nick of time, yeah. just to be like, ooh, wow, gratitude for that, brother. Oh man, I tell you, there's not a day <laughs> there. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, as 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 we're sitting here. As we're sitting here talking, I'm noticing like, you know, these these parts um, that I named, the three parts that I named, um, you know, primarily the, well, actually all three of them, the shame, the fear, and the inadequacy, um, they're intimately connected to, um, you know, to some some really deep wounding that I experienced as a very young, uh, young boy. Um, so I was I was abused by my first grade teacher, um, physically and emotionally, and um, that really impacted my relationship to learning. Um, and it was the place that I developed this belief about myself 
or beliefs um, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not smart enough. And so the, the sort of the paradox of this dynamic is that is the other side here, right? Like because of that wounding, it's like, I really want you to see, to know, and to feel that I'm a smart guy. Because if you don't know and see and feel that I'm smart, then I'm in danger. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, and and again, it's like part of that dynamic is like, it's made me have a, the wound itself, out of the wound itself is where I, you know, I want to learn more, right? I want to acquire more knowledge. I want to develop these, you know, these parts of myself, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's so fascinating how, how the wound and the gold just hold hands right (laughs) they are in intimate relationship with each other in so many cases we source that gold directly from those wounds Uh. oh wow yeah you feel me yeah oh oh, do i (laughs) yeah and it's almost like in the story right in the story of of the forgot the story of iron hans right iron john right yeah yeah like he puts his finger, the goal is like right on, it shows up on his hand. That's right. Right? It shows up. He's like, yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. Yeah. And, and now you got to hide it. Mm-hmm. And how often do you have to hide it? How often do you pretend like the goal, like you don't like. Tamp it down, right? Tamp it down. Yeah. It's, it's something. It's, oh. And I think that when you talked about like the, the fact that for people to know and see and hear that you operate as a smart guy is in direct service to the back. That's right. Like it's not, it, it's, it's serving the back, not necessarily. And, and maybe in lots of different contexts, right. It's, it's serving the back It's protecting the back. It's sure. It's, it, it it's trying to, yeah. Shield us against, what people knowing the back could cause. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just such a big part of this work, right? And such a rich part of this work is like, you know, really like honoring, Mm. honoring that those parts that um, are on the front of the mask. Right. Mm -hmm. And how, how they really have, protected us from harm in, in so many cases. Something else just came up to me right now as I think about the words I use on the front too in the terms of in service of the back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like anytime I would hang out with a friend who had a father, like a lot of my friends didn't have fathers growing up, but I think I remember two of them in particular. Well, one in high school and then one when I got to college. Like every, I think I think of every time I was at their house or whatever, I was always trying to be in a, a jovial, like I was not only a hardworking college student for the college time, but when I was in high school, I'm hardworking, I'm I'm funny, I keep everything light. 
And I think that deep down, I mean, I'm just thinking about these examples of where I was with my friends who had fathers. Like I was trying to protect my emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to protect what I, what I was like, man, I so wish I had that. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Like, and so just because, because oh, even almost at the place of where I want to be seen by a father figure. Right. Right. So I want to be on my best behavior. Yeah. I want to be funny, smart, hardworking, dedicated, you know. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Lots there. I got, I got, I'm, I'm, that, that's, I'm thinking about two fathers in particular. From I gotta see that if I was around any other of my friends. A lot of them, like you said, we didn't. A lot of my community of men didn't have them in the home, or at least heard, homes heard. that I visited. But I yeah. was just thinking about the two that I remember that that came up like fast. It was just like even the I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm looking off in the distance. My mind is just trying to remember, but also like feeling that like I was really watching those relationships. It was like, you know, one was super stoic and not, didn't talk almost at all, uh-huh. but was always just there, right? Like present, right? right. And then, yeah, man. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I think this is a part of what I think is, I've been needing to work on around this book I'm trying to write. It's like, I tried the other day to go write a letter to my father. Like, I got something to tell you. And I was like trying to like not make it all like a complaining letter as opposed mm-hmm. to like, I wish you were here so you could have seen this, but almost like, let me tell you about this. You know, and I, and I kept going back into the, I wish you, you know, like I kept trying to get back into the, let me tell you about this amazing thing I'm doing. And it kept going back into the, I kept, it, it, it was really hard to write because I was, I felt myself trying to be in the positive, but my, 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 my mind, Maybe even my heart kept reverting, reverting back to the wound. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. What's in the body, you know, right? So, like, what, what's going on in my body right now as I'm putting yeah. these words down on paper? Right? Like, what yeah. do I notice? Like, what are the sensations that are that I'm aware of right now? Right? And yeah. and like, what's under that for me? Right? That's right. To where I'm constantly wanting to direct it towards, you know, the, the, the these positive aspects, right? Right. <laughs> I don't want to feel it. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to feel it. What what if you felt it? Ah, right. Yeah. That's the that's the big question. What would what could what would how far down the tier train could I go before I can get back? Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the that's the question. As, what's the risk, right? The risk is, okay, come back, come back, come back. But I think even yeah, yeah. Well, and and just to just to be clear, like you know, also um, just wanted to name this, like honoring whatever whatever your speed of trust is around mm-hmm. all of that, right? 
because yeah. that's it's it's really like this work that we do is about moving at the speed of trust mm. and, and not not faster or not slower but just at in that sweet spot right and that's you know that's different for everyone mm. and everyone has to assess you know what what that speed of trust looks like that's right that's right yeah that's really powerful it reminds me of one young man in our one of our circles who six months check-ins 10 10 we do we go one to 10 scale 10 i'm a 10 right every week one week coming in you know we get to him he never wants to check in past i'm just a number so you know we always just get ready for his uh you know, get ready to just kind of go past him, let him say his 10, and then we keep moving, right? Mm-hmm, Give mm-hmm. him the space, the yep, trust. Yep. And this week, he's like, you know? And everything, everybody perked up when he said, you know. <laughs> well, this is six months. You just it's, it's been a practice, two weeks, two days a week, six months, 10, 10, 10, right? We, we don't press you. You, don't, you, you know? And he said, I, I'll never forget it. He said, I effing hate my father. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, he said, I fucking hate my father. And I remember, like, getting goosebumps. Like, and student over here who had just lost his father like two years before went to rage. Like, right? Like, how dare you talk about your father like that? Right. I wish I had my father. I said, slow down, slow down. Right. You're, you're talking about your father. He's talking about his father. Like, let him let him finish. Now, it didn't matter to this young man who was about to blast out that this young man had not talked in six months, right? I'm the facilitator, so my job is to kind of be paying attention to a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. So I need to protect whenever it comes out because it's going to come out in lots of different ways, right? Right. Imagine that. Like, finally comes out, and all of a sudden you're about to get shut down. But you know what? That's not just that happening in circles that are safe. It happens happens in other places. We test the water, and we realize, oh, people can't handle my truth. People can't handle the truth of my life, so I'll just keep it to myself. That's right. And, and he almost got to the point. He was about to, he started letting it out. And all of a sudden, this young man wanted to shove it back in. He's like, no, you can't talk about that. Your father like that. I'm like, but you don't know his father. Yeah. You know, and that young man got a chance to, like, talk about what he had experienced. Right. Oh, man. This other young well, man was like, man, I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry you experienced yeah. that. Right? Like, and it happens... I mean, that was just one circle, right? But that, but how often does it happen that people are trying to let go of some of the stuff, but other people are trying to keep them in the box? Yeah. Well, yeah, boy, that gets into, um, man. So that's part of what I think that's part of what we're signing up for when we step into this work and when we, when we co-create these containers that we create, right? So, um, you know, when we're, when we're circling up um, inside, I often, I often speak about it being a laboratory of humanity. Hmm. And, you know, when you're creating a laboratory of humanity, I mean, the truth of the matter is sometimes chemicals are going to spill. You might knock a test tube over and stuff might start bubbling up. You got a Petri dish over there and um, a beaker that's boiling over here and all of those things intersect, right? And it's about how we navigate that moment 
because that's going to happen, right? <laughs> Those moments are going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. The other young man in, in, the, in the story that you just told got triggered. He got activated, right? And so it's also about creating a space for his trigger and activation, right? And like, let's, let's breathe. Let's create some, let's create some space around that too. Right. That's right. So he, he, he needs to be heard, seen, felt by the group as well. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And so, um, it, you know, if that's, that's where the, that's where the, um, that's where the strength of the container really comes in. Like, can, can we as a collective hold all of this? And providing tools for those who, at this present moment, can't. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because it doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means it's, you got to work on the muscles. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Whew. Whew. That's for sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I got no, now I got some feelings activated, man. I'm <laughs> in the best in the best of ways, but just noticing that that you know, noticing that um, a lot is a lot is rising up, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm welcoming it right now in this moment. Mm, thank you. I think that this work is so important. You know, like I think it's. I mean, we're in the work and I think we both think it's important, but I'm, my, my question is always like, how do we find those men who haven't yet heard about it, seen it, who haven't felt it, who doesn't yeah. know it? So therefore they are, instead somebody mentions it to them, they're like, no, I don't need none of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need none of that. I'm, 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 I have a great job, you know? I have a great career, right? Like, because it always gets wrapped around. If I'm if I if I'm taking care of my family responsibilities, I must be doing all right. Right, right, right. And so that's why we start early in our work. You know, the young men, like, yeah, know that a lot more of the spillage is starting to happen. The chemical reactions are happening in those testing the water days of that's right high school petri dish. You know, and the middle that's school right. one too. You know, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, just you know, the the work that you do is, oh man, it's it's so essential, Ashanti, because um, I, I can you know one thing I can say with with hundred percent assurance is that a lot of the a lot of the men that I work with in in prison, um, boy, man, if they had just had someone in their life like yourself you know, the, the, um, some skillful mentoring, again, the trajectory of their lives could have been very different. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep yeah, moving forward. For real. We're keep one, one mask at a time. We're going to keep inviting them to, to explore that mask. And I think that if we can maybe get people to first explore it, to notice it, <laughs> to see it, and to feel it, then when they see that stuff on the back starting to slip out or spill out or explode out, they're like, whoa, wait, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. It, it's This is not the right magnitude of how I should be dealing with this situation, but I've been bottling up so much of it that now it's about to all unleash 
That's right. On, That's on right. Somebody who I care about, yeah. who I don't care about, or you know, whatever it may be, right? And how do we begin to give them tools to let it out in healthy doses at in magnitudes that need in, in a healthy container? Absolutely. Right? Not only doses, but healthy containers, right? That's because right. it needs to come out, but it's like when and where. That's right. And, and you know, as I think you were saying earlier, is like developing that, you know, that kind of an internal um internal dialogue, internal language, a fluency with those parts of ourselves, right? Like to to be able to to develop to the point where you notice it rising. Mm-hmm. And then you can have that conversation with that part, right? That sounds something like, you know, I feel you, I see you. Yeah. You know, maybe I I get that you're coming online to try and protect me (laughs) and I'm okay. Yeah. So you can just chill. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to try to cut you out. I got (laughs) you. I got you. But you don't have to be, you don't have to be center stage right now. Right. Right. I, I got this. Right, 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 right. And, and and remembering to come back to it. Yeah. Like, like it came up. Okay, I got you. But right here, we need this job. Right That's here, right. That's we right. need this. We need this important custody conversation to be healthy. We we need this exchange. Yeah. Pass, yeah. You know, we, we need we need this to be okay. Slow. <laughs> we'll come back to it. That's right. Let me circle and back now, with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me get back to you for a minute. <laughs> Just hold on, hold on, hold on, right? And, and and remembering to do it, right? Remembering that you can't leave it, you can't leave it unattended. That's right. For too long, because it will slip out at the. At oh yeah, that part's uh, coming. That part's coming back online. It, it will. Yeah, it will. It, it's it's like faulty COVID Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> like the internet has been so jacked up and you got like, you get the lags in the computer and then all of a sudden it's like, somebody, they, they catch up at five times speed. You're like, whoa, what just happened there? Well, <laughs> store it up, store it up and then boom. It's like, oh no, I, I don't even know what you just said. I, I, right? couldn't, even, I couldn't even hear what you were saying at, at, at the velocity that those, oh man. That's a, be- that's a beautiful metaphor actually. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I, 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 you know what? I am. Anything else that's coming up for you that that you feel needs to be said right now? I, I, I was, I'm so. This has been a beautiful conversation. Yeah. And uh, you dropped some nuggets that I'm. I've taken notes here that I'm just gonna come back to. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think what's what's really coming up for me right now is like as as we're talking, I keep I keep um, I keep flashing on a lot of the faces of the men that I work with. And, um, you know, it's been whatever, it's been 15 months, I guess, since we've been inside. Um, and through, through, a, you know, through a vast majority of that time, um, they haven't had access to family visits. Um, so I just, I'm just feeling, feeling some grief, actually, right now, feeling some grief. And uh, I really, I really want to get back inside and, and get back to this work. Thank you for the work, you know. Thank you for the work you're doing. Um, I, I haven't talked about this on the show much, but my brother was, my brother has a paranoid schizophrenia, mm-hmm. and he was 
incarcerated for 10 years. It was supposed to be one, less than one, but because he wasn't diagnosed, he kept doing, he was just in a regular population. He was dealing doing stuff that made sense to him, made sense to no one else. And yeah. his time just kept getting extended and extended and extended. So this less than a year thing for taking $10 from some guy with a brush mm-hmm. turned mm-hmm. into 10 years of just nightmares. And, uh, and so I just know that there were so many people who went into the, he was down in the Tascadero, yeah. went into the men's colony to provide conversations and talks. And even though he doesn't always answer the question that's being asked, just having the question asked, you know, sometimes was enough to have a little human interaction. Yeah, man. Just having yeah. someone hold the space, hold the space for you is, uh, you know, that that in itself is huge. Yeah. So thank you. Honestly, thank you. you know, I feel. Um, I think I said it. I said it. Uh, I said it when we when we started that uh, I really do, and it's not something I just say. I I really do feel privileged to be able to do this work i mean me too me too you know the 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 you know the the things the transformations the healing that i have an opportunity to bear witness to it's very rare and precious there aren't that many people in the world that have that opportunity and i'm i'm one of them and so um, I hold that with a lot of reverence and, and tenderness, and I hold it very gently. Mm. Well, thank you. Thanks for holding it. Thanks for being a part of it. It's, there's definitely a need. And I look forward to the ways that, you know, we, our, our work will circle back around again. And yeah, man. To, to, to circle it around as it needs to connect. And so I look forward to the next opportunity to do that. Yeah, I'm really excited about potential um, potential collaboration here. Well, let's do this. Let, please tell folks how they can get in touch with you and the work you're doing, support the work you're doing, where sure. are the places they should go and look to find out what you're up to. Please let them know so that those who are out there who can, can get on the board and then be able to support whether it's financially with talent or with time. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that opportunity. Um, so, uh, we're on, we're on different, uh, social platforms, um, Instagram at freedom within project, uh, Facebook as well. Uh, our website, which uh, small caveat is horribly outdated right now, which which speaks to another piece that we need to uh, you know we need to get on. Um, but freedomwithinproject.org, freedomwithinproject.org, and um, you know I'll 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 put another um, piece out there is that uh, we're actually looking for volunteer staff. At this point, um, people that might have an interest in coming inside and doing this work with us, facilitating. So um, I just want to I just want to put that out there in the space. Um, anyone that would like to have a conversation about that and that might feel a call to this work um, would love to would love to sit down and and chat. And of course, anyone can email me directly um, as well at uh, Malcolm at 
M-A-L-C-O-L-M at freedomwithinproject.org. So yeah, we'd just, just love to connect with anyone on any level, really just, um, just connect with, with the community out there um, because that's what, that's what this work is real, ultimately is all about, is bringing, um, you know, bringing more wholeness and restoration to communities that have been impacted by, by mass incarceration. And we will put all these links in the in the show notes, so folks, you can be able to look right below and click on the links that we hyperlinked there for you. We'll put all the links and all the ways that um, that he mentioned here to get in touch with him. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you so much, Malcolm, for being on the part of the show. It's good to be in this conversation and dive with you. Oh yeah, man. Like like old like old times. Yeah. Connecting back in a in a really important and valuable way. And I think one thing I said before we started is. I wish that uh, that this was like I, that it weren't that it wasn't a show. I, I mean, I wish that it was just men could do it. And so our goal in this work is helping men see they can. That I didn't. There's no questions. I don't have any script. I mean, we had, we made a mask together and we talked about it. That's right. And I think that I, I, I wish that more men would find the places that they can do that. Find the men that they trust that they can do that with. Um, and I hope that this these conversations help them see that it's possible. As do I, and, and I think that uh, I don't think it's not a, it's not about intellect. Uh, I, I feel I know and I feel that um, that we're helping to co-create this this new paradigm. Let's do it. Come yeah, in. man, I'm all in. I'm hey, all man, in. this has been really a rich conversation, brother. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Yeah, man. If what you heard today you enjoyed, if you've listened to this and you found something inspiring, please like and subscribe to this podcast. That's the best way for someone to uh, find this podcast, maybe like you did. Um, please tell someone about it. If you know, listen to some of our previous episodes, and if one of them rings out to you, please share it with somebody you know. Um, we also invite people to join us in a face-to-face where they come together with another person to make a mask and talk about that mask together. There's short conversations, about 20, 30 minutes. So if that's something that's interesting to you, please uh, send us a message, send us in the comments below, let us know that you're interested in that. And we look forward to you joining the movement of the Million Mask Movement. And check out our new shirt. I don't know if you can can see it, but this is our new shirt, the Million Mask Movement. And so uh, we'll have these soon available, uh, but we look forward to you being a part of the movement and supporting our work. Uh, Please consider supporting the work that we do in Ever Forward and in the work that we do in the Million Mask Movement to let people around the world realize that they're not alone. Thank you.